Okay, ready? Ready, 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 ready? There we go. Welcome back to Redefine Your Finances. My name is Christian Axelson. I am excited uh, one more time to invite my dear friend, Pastor Craig Hood, to join us on this podcast. And we're going to talk one more time uh, about his book, From Debt to Life, that he wrote to help those who read it or, or those today who are listening in to find financial freedom. And we're going to talk about your net worth statement today. That might be something where you're thinking, wait, I thought that was something corporations have, but you can have one. So Pastor Craig, um, where does this all start? Mm, not only could have, should have, and here's yeah. why. You know, we've talked a long, several times in our previous episodes about you want to motivate yourself. You want to have progress. You want to see good things happening. Okay? Well, this is one of those, because everybody knows if you're going to do well with finance, you got to keep good records, and you don't have to overthink this, but having some, you know, having your files, having them set up by year, you know, nothing else that helps you with your tax time. But that doesn't, that's just one year at a time. That doesn't show you your progress. Yeah. So what I do, and I do this every quarter, I have an Excel spreadsheet. At the top of it, I have every one of the things that we we own that's like cash or the house or cars or, you know, basically the, the investments we have in, in the cash part, right? Below that, I have investments. So that's the those are the stock market kind of pieces. Those are 403B retirement, 401K retirement, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I have the spreadsheet that has all of those assets, and then underneath it shows what we owe against those. Yeah. So go owe in your car, owe in your house, whatever. It could be student debt, anything you owe. And over the years, we know what I've done is I will, every quarter, I review each one of those things that we own, Yeah. those things that we owe, and you sum them all up, down at the bottom, it shows you a total. And I've now been keeping track of this on a quarterly basis for a, quite a few years. And I get to see how those amounts grow, or if they don't grow. So in quarters, when they didn't do as well, I go, what's happening? Hmm. Is it something wrong with the investment? Is it Have I spent too much money, or we yeah. spent too much, whatever? Where it's going, doing well, then I go, ah, that's where I need to focus my attention. Yeah. So it's one of those tools, and it's very easy. It takes me maybe an hour every quarter. Oh wow! To up it, update it because now we can do online stuff and check account balances right away. So I'm sitting here wondering, and I'm wondering if if other listeners are wondering it. Um, we have two dogs. Do, do do they go in the asset column, <laughs> or is that or they are liability? <laughs> well, if they're paid for, they're not yeah. a liability, okay. but they are an expense. But their potential to create future liabilities inside the house are are significant. <laughs> okay, so may, maybe maybe the pets don't go on on the net worth. So what over time? Um, I wonder if it goes back to one of those previous episodes where we talked about just just having clarity yes. about where your money is going. Uh, helps people actually save money, but clarity also can give you focus, mm -hmm. a focus to where you're headed. Well, think of the, the budget or the B word. Think of that as where your money is going. Yep. Think of the net worth statement as how your money is doing. That's good. That's good. And you, if it's not doing well, then change it. Yeah. If it's doing well, you might consider, certainly consider keep on doing that, but you might want to put more money in that. I have one investment right now that I've been watching that it hasn't lost money, but it hasn't made much. And I'm already literally thinking I need to reinvest that money. I've got something I'm checking out right now because I know it's not doing as much as it could do. Huh. My money does, 
you know, it's, it's, it's God's money, but he, you know what? He, he lets us have it too. Amen. We're like partners. He's the senior partner. I'm the junior partner, but it's, I get to tell it what to go do. So some, some of our listeners might be sitting here today. Uh, maybe it's the first episode they've, they've heard and they're thinking, Pastor Craig, investments, Oh my goodness, I, I can't even get out of credit card debt. So I wanted to take a, just a couple minutes and 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 take us through the, the different building blocks that we've been kind of building upon through these episodes. And I think it started with just kind of defining concepts like what is wealth, mm-hmm. but not only what is wealth, but what is the biblical approach to creating wealth, which is contentment. Remind us what that means. Contentment is learning to enjoy what you have. Seeing it came from God, everything, everything from the meal I have right now to the sleep I have, to the friends I have, to my, my yeah. spouse, to my children, to the weather when you look out and you see that you have a warm house and there's snow all around you. But you might be sitting there thinking, I want to be content, but I've got over $10,000 in, in credit card debt. So one of our early episodes, we talked about the importance of just facing your debts. Mm. And, and what's, what's, a, what, what's just a simple way to start that process? Yeah, just to see what's going on and what caused it. Is it an yeah. overspending issue? Yeah. It might be you don't have enough money, and maybe you need to look for a better job. Or maybe, maybe take a second job for a small period of time just to kind of get your feet under you. It just gives you, again, you said it, clarity. When you see what's out there, then you know how to start to attack it or address it. Because one of the core concepts uh, we, we've talked about over and over again is this simple metric that it sounds so simple and yet it's so profound. You have to spend less than what you take in. And especially with how easy credit cards uh, make spending these days, it can be hard to sometimes know how much you actually spend. Mm-hmm. And, and so getting clarity, and, and we talked about that dreaded B word, budgeting. Why, why is budgeting so important? Well, because that's a planning document. Yeah. And it's nothing to, you know, be overly, you know, overthink it or be overly worried about. It. Just say, hey, how am I doing? Here was my plan. I plan to spend this amount of money on these things. How did I do? And if I've thought about it ahead of time and I am doing what you just said, I'm spending less than I make, then I'll see, did I meet my goal or did I miss it? If I miss it, adjust. If I made it, keep going. Although we haven't used the terminology specifically, we, we've talked a lot about what some call smart goals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, help, us, help us remember what smart stands mm-hmm. for. It stands for? Specific. Yep. Measurable. Achievable, yep. realistic, time-based. Time-based. Now, it's, and let me back up to the R, because some people say relevant. Yeah. You can actually Google it, and you'll find it's about half and half. I actually like relevant better because achievable and realistic to me sound the same. Relevant says it means something to me. So specific in this case when it comes to budgeting might be uh, instead of saying, I'm going to spend ne- less money next month, maybe it's something as simple as saying instead of uh, – in my world, buying five mochas from a well-known uh, coffee uh, chain, <laughs> I'm just going to do four mochas or three mochas. Um, measurable is is that you have a way to figure it out. It has a number. I love mm-hmm. the, the term, though, achievable, because my personality is to set big goals and then give up three days later. Achievable is important. Why? Achievable gives you motivation, too. Yeah. Because if you set a goal and you don't hit it, you may not set any goal. Yeah. You won't just adjust it. You won't do it at all. But when you achieve it, it guess what? Then you think, hey, I could do even more because I so, want to. 
So, so as you start setting budgets, um, we talked about the importance of creating margin. So the margin is between how much you make and the less that you spend. That margin can then over time be spent on long-term investment. It could be a savings for emergency savings to make mm -hmm. sure that when life happens, um, uh, my car smelled weird today. It was like a, a burnt rubber smell, and I took it to the mechanic, and there was a, quite a bit of a surprise. So do I have emergency savings to be able to pay that without having to go out and take more on more debt? So emergency savings is something you want to build, but then long-term savings towards retirement, what are some of the tools that you can use there? Well, for long-term savings, the most powerful tool you're going to have is to go into an investment that compounds over yeah. time. Yeah. You know, another one that's really powerful in long-term savings is some kind of consistent plan that you don't have to think about. It's it, You've set it in advance, and it happens every month or maybe every paycheck. And a third one, now this is one we didn't talk about in a previous episode, but let's say, for example, think ahead. You know, assuming you're going to do a good job and you're going to get a raise, why mm -hmm. don't you think ahead and say, of every raise I get in the future, I'm going to take half of it and I'm going to put it in my savings. I'm not going to spend it on current needs. I'm going to put it ahead for the future. Just a few ideas. That's great advice. The, our theme at Calvary this year is fully devoted. Um, we talk about uh, the different aspects to be fully devoted to um, the life of a disciple of Jesus Christ. And part of that is financial freedom, because if you're burdened down by debt uh, that you can't pay back, you are not able to do what you might feel called to do. And, and, and part of that is obviously generosity towards others, towards the church, uh, towards people you come across. I want to tie this back into what God says about financial freedom and um Pastor Craig, you, you shared this wonderful scripture uh, with us uh, earlier. Can you just read it to us again? This is actually from 1 Timothy chapter 6. It's, it's become one of my special, special favorite passages, and it's one that Paul told to Timothy to tell to the church, so I think it fits for us. That's awesome. And it says this, Command those to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age and that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Take hold of the life that is truly life. That is what we want for you, our listeners. We want you to live the full life that God has created and called you to. And so just a, a quick reminder, for any additional resources, go to our website, calvarynaperville.org forward slash finances. That's calvarynaperville.org forward slash finances. As we end this episode today, I wanted to just take a moment and ask Pastor Craig to pray over our listeners uh, for all of these topics and challenges that they might be facing when it comes to financial freedom. Mm. Thanks, Pastor Christian. Let's pray. God, thank you for being with us at all times. Thank you. There's never a time you're not aware of what we're walking through, what we're challenged by, and that you have always promised to go with us and to help us and to guide us. And thank you for these little nuggets, these insights, and we pray, Father, you would help us to do them and, and then help them to work and help us to see you at work in them. We pray that we'll take hold of this life that's truly life and we'll let others people, other people know about it and be experiencing this same life with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us in our first season of Redefine Your Finances. We are so excited about upcoming episodes, but we want to hear from you. 
So um, post your questions on social media. Let us know what you might be uh, struggling with or what you might want to know more about. If you have any follow-up questions, we want to hear from you and we want to help you. We're doing this for you guys. Thanks again. Be blessed.